everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Social Hour Podcast, a podcast for SOAS by SOAS. I'm your host, Bethany. And I'm Ashley. And today we have a wonderful guest from on the other side of the planet, Samantha from Little Patch Creations. Hi, Sam. Hi. We're so (laughs) So excited excited to to have have you. you. Yes. (laughs) We have, uh, you're our first guest from Australia, Mm -hmm. and we're really excited to be connected with you. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, of course. Um, so my name is Samantha, um, but that's already you known. <laughs> um, I have a small business in Australia in a place called Townsville. So it's in Queensland. Um, every every time I say Queensland, everyone assumes I'm from like the Gold Coast because <laughs> like everyone's from the Gold Coast. But no, we I'm have no Coast. idea uh, anything yeah. about Australia. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. It's, okay. it's like the traveling destination. Everyone's like, oh, you're from the Gold Coast, Brisbane, like that area. Oh, like, okay. You know, <laughs> nowhere near <laughs> no. um, but yeah so i live in townsville um i have a small business where i make festival wear so it's just like handmade to measurements um i make all sizes that sort of thing uh but my business didn't start as a sewing thing <laughs> oh um, i actually started it as a just like a hobby page i did facebook and i was like just to all my friends i was like hello everyone like i was wondering if you know, I could make a Facebook page and people would like follow and um, if I could sell my crafts on there. So I called like the Facebook page Little Patch Creations because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Like I was like, mm, I'll just make some random crafty stuff on the weekend and just like put it on the page and sell it. And then um, I remember doing markets and doing like uh, like jewelry and stuff like that. And then I ended up changing and going, oh, well, jewelry's slowing down, so let's do some sewing. I was bad at it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I continued. Now I'm good. <laughs> well, we kind of start somewhere, right? But it has really evolved How long into have you been... something amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. Hell yeah. How long have you been sewing for? Um, About six years. And are you wow. self-taught or did you learn from someone else? Yeah, so I'm self-taught. Um, I worked at Spotlight in my local place here, Townsville. <laughs> I worked at Spotlight here and I got a job and um, I was so excited because I really wanted to work in the craft department because I was, like, very crafty. Um, and they were like, oh, we're putting you in sewing. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about <laughs> sewing. Like, I don't know anything about sewing. Like, this is a bad idea. They put me in there and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like, I had so That's much amazing. It was something different and yeah. I'm happy to do anything that's kind of creative. I've always been like that. Yeah. So, so I hear I hear uh, a lot about Spotlight though. Do you know what store that would be compared to? I know you uh, don't yeah, I was probably like, I'm not know familiar. stores over here. Is it like all different crafts, like a hobby store? Yeah, so it's like I what I'm what I know anyway, I think it's about the same as Joanne or Michael's, is it? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Joanne's stores, but they have. Mm. So it. Spotlight has like sewing, craft, party supplies. They have home decor, like that sort yeah. of shop. Yeah, that sounds like oh, okay. Joanne's. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly oh, known for its sewing stuff. It's really nice. Yeah. Mm. It's got that's awesome. Too, <laughs> which is good. So, so it was something that, that just kind of happened to you. Yeah, 
exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, so I I started working at Spotlight and I was just like inspired to start sewing from there, I suppose, just like talking to all the mm-hmm. customers and asking them what they were making and like seeing that every single day really inspires you to like actually just give it a go, I suppose. And I remember like working there and then I saw something on Instagram and I was like, I could, I could make that. <laughs> like I could do that. I like, I couldn't sew for shit. Like I was bad. <laughs> I, um, I put a um, sewing machine. I got one of my little old, uh, it was a brother, uh, SL 100. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have those here or oh, there. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I had like a little cheap machine and I was like, right, let's do this. Let's give it a go. And I made this little top. It looked awful, but I did it. But you, <laughs> you started. started. You started. <laughs> yeah. And you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. And I think that, um, I'm really, really proud that I did because mm-hmm. it's taken me here now. So that's really, really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are you sewing on now? Oh, um, I've got industrial machines now. So I went from the SL100 to an SL500 because I was like brother through and through. I was like, I love brother. And because I worked at Spotlight, I was like, I sold the machines. So I was able to like talk mm-hmm. about them to the customers and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I went from those and then realized that it just, it wasn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> like Domestic is like, yeah yeah the the stitch speed is a lot slower than what you have now i'm sure yeah yeah um (laughs) a lot of people ask me what the difference is and i'm like it's like this but fast (laughs) but and it's it, it is it's amazing like i didn't touch an overlocker for the first three four years i think when i was oh wow because i was like that, that's intimidating. It's intimidating, it's yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think you guys call them surgers. Yeah, they can be yeah. called both. Cover, cover lock, overlock, serger. Okay, There's a few yeah. different names, but yeah, same thing. Yeah, in Australia, we call them overlockers. Like, it's on the signage and everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we... um. I got an overlocker, like I bought one and I put it in the corner of the room and I left it there for a couple of years. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, my goodness. I'll use it one day. <laughs> and then I finally did. And I was like, what the heck? What have I like, been waiting so for? Cool. You've been missing out. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Like, and it's so fast as well. And I think yeah. that's what like started yeah. my obsession for like fast machines, I suppose, was like using the overlocker. I was like, Ooh, fancy. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's then, so yeah. nice with the stretchy, like knit fabrics and stuff that mm-hmm. I know you work with quite a bit too. Yeah, exactly. so even though they don't fray, like it's like, well, you know, it's just a professional sort of look. And especially because I was, I started as a beginner and it was like mm-hmm. you know, the zigzag edge and the little straight seam, like it looked oh, trash. So then you cut your work <laughs> yeah, in yeah. half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And oh, yeah. just quality wise, like the look of it, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, love, I love looking at a nice overlocking stitch. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's it's funny, like as sewists and as garment sewists, like when you start stepping it up to doing like using the serger and those kind of finishing touches for the inside of your garment that most people don't ever pay attention to, but we do, and we're like, oh, that's nice. 
nice. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where I'm like, that looks so good. I almost want to wear that inside out just to show off how good my seams look. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I- so I'm curious. Um, you, you sew with like the funnest, like the funnest isn't really a word, but we're going to say it tonight. The most fun fabrics. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk to you about them because you mm-hmm. are so fun to watch on social media. You have a ton of followers on TikTok and Instagram, and you do these uh, cute stories where you're sharing the fabrics. You, you do these fabric hauls that you get, and you're showing these fabrics, and they're fabrics I have never seen before. Yeah. Um, some of the most wild prints and reflective and yeah. bold colors and cool like designs, and yeah. they're, they're amazing. So tell us how you source or how you find all of these amazing fabrics yes of course so i won't tell all my secrets but i'll know but <laughs> but where where i'm over here going i've never seen that here it's not that what it doesn't even exist. Maybe I just haven't really i don't exactly like yeah. exactly. what do you even begin to search for to find yeah. cool stuff like that like they're really cool yeah so so i think to begin with because i didn't know anything like i started with spotlight obviously just locally i started growing fabrics from there um and just making stuff, but I was so bad. Like I would mix like polyester and cotton. Like I would do like, (laughs) but then the trim would be cotton. Like it was magic. You live and you learn. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, oh gosh, I wouldn't want to look at those now. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah. So starting off locally, I started with that. um, And then I think the, First time I bought some like really cool like holographic sort of spandex fabrics was um I think I went to Brisbane or so somewhere where it was like a, a major city and mm. I remember going into one of the shops there and I was like oh my gosh like they next level they had so much yeah it was next level it was like and because I was making like festivaly type things like those yeah. sort of fabrics so attractive for that sort of market mm-hmm. um. I'll just get like a couple of meters of each, you know, and those like those fabrics that I bought, they have been my most popular ones. Like I've ended up buying more and more from there. So things like the electric prints, um, yes. I have this electric print that's yeah. like, loves, loves an electric print. I don't know what it is, but anyway. Um, and then anything holographic. So holographics like that, like shiny sort of like, like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah. That is it just screams festival. I know it really it, does. It just it looks great in all lights. Like that is just yeah, top top fabric. And I think <laughs> so. I think that's why when I first found you on TikTok, you were working with that I think it's gray and then when you shine the light on it, it just goes like wild what is it iridescent? It's just yeah, absolutely so- and I I couldn't help but keep watching you because I was like this is fabric. Like this is I don't it's like sorcery mesmerized. It's magic. but it seemed like that was really a hit with uh within your customers like just that was fabric it, was just was amazing it space girl video that you saw I, I can't recall it was so long ago I've been following you for a really long time oh, really? okay. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, one of my first viral videos that I can remember anyway was the, the Space Girl Pinafore, which basically, you know that song was like, Space Girl, Star Lunar Eclipse, you know that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, on TikTok, that was like I, going viral, that sound. So I was like, I'll put it over like this video that I made. And I think now it has like well, one or two million views or something like wow. that. Wow. It's insane. But the fabric is, hold on, I'll get it. It's that pinafore. People just loved your pinafores too. It's just, they're so cute and they have like the circle skirt. Oh, so it twirls. Yes. Oh my goodness. <gasps> what? Look at, what is that? So the only reason it looks like this on camera is um, because I've got a ring light there. So this uh -huh. is yeah. I know my face is not in the camera right now, but. Um, but you're fine. <laughs> um, so this is like light reactive fabric. So it appears gray. So if you. Yes. Um, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, turn the light on, it'll go gray. I don't know if I can turn it off for a second to show you guys. But. It's kind of like, oh, oh my gosh. Nice. And then you turn on the light and then it's like, party. <laughs> that is a party. perfect. Like if there was a fabric. Oh my goodness. Also, just so that you, you can see some of these fabrics because they're absolutely gorgeous. And just there's yeah. not enough words in my vocabulary to describe them for the, our <laughs> listeners that aren't watching yeah. this. So you do you need to go to YouTube. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's like a black or gray, and then she turns the light on, and like mm. it just illuminates. It's like bioluminescence, kind of like mm -hmm. magic. That is amazing. So this is just like fabric meant to be for festivals because yeah. festivals are all about like the bright lights and the laser shows and all of these fun and like neons and Glow, everything. And everything, this yeah. right here is like, I'm coming to the party and it looks like I'm just wearing a little black number and then the party starts and then I'm like a whole nother party Putting in my in outfit. Right. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that yeah. is so stinking cool. Yeah. So cool. It so why did you choose like festival wear? Like how did you yeah. get into that niche? I'm real curious. It's so funny because I'm not, <laughs> you'd look at me in the street and be like, she's like a teacher or like something. <laughs> like I just don't look like I make the stuff I make, you know, I don't wear it. I don't parade it around or whatever. But like, oh, you don't wear it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not very much. But yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've gotten older and I'm like, I still love making it, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I mean, you can't wear it daily. I mean, if you do, no. awesome. I mean, like, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm such a like, grandma compared to like the stuff I make, but um, I got into it just because I loved the colors and I loved just mm -hmm. being able to be creative. And like, I have never gotten bored with it. Like, oh, ever. no. Yeah, How could I, you with that cool fabric? Yeah, <laughs> just even choosing new fabrics every so often. There's so much available. Like I, I started with like really crazy fun prints. Like you know, you go rainbow colors, you go um, swirly sort of things, um, holographic, obviously. Uh, sunflowers, people love sunflowers. Mm -hmm. um, cow print. Cow print. <laughs> yes. I did not. I was just like, really? But uh, people love it. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah, especially like, you know, the, the strawberry cow print, the, you know, yeah. just classic black and white. Like people love that for festivals. So um, starting with those sort of fabrics was really, really good. And then I had, the only reason I have that reflective stuff is I had a customer send me a message one day, which is like the fabrics are inspired by customers most of the time because they're the mm -hmm. ones that reach out to me and say, hey, I want this made. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like um, I'll see if I can source something similar. 
So it is a bit of a deep dive into the internet to find what you're looking for. But um, I found reflective fabric and um, I started buying it from this one supplier. And um, you can find a lot of fabrics on Etsy, by the way, for anyone that's <laughs> Etsy's amazing. I have bought fabric from Etsy before. So good. It's pretty so great. That, like that's my go-to if I'm like looking for something really specific and mm-hmm. like there's plenty of just fabric businesses that sell fabric, but like Etsy's just one of those ones where it's like you can find anything. Like it's mm-hmm. amazing. And there's so many small businesses to support as well. Uh, but yeah, I found, I found the reflective fabric on Etsy to be honest, to begin with. And um, I started buying from there and I was like, Oh, um, I'm, I'm going to have to scale this up because I made that item for that girl and then I posted about it and it went crazy. And then I have had, ended up having to take like pre-orders for like that sort of like garments wow. and that fabric. Like it's been yeah. hectic. I think one of the times I bought a, it was like 55 meters of that oh, mushroom wow. one. Yeah, on a roll. That was like the biggest roll that I'd ever bought <laughs> at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like I just couldn't imagine. Like, You're like, I'm so committed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, shivers, like, like this stuff, but it was good because it was all pre-order. So I think what's so cool about what you make and what yeah. I've enjoyed watching and learning about what you do is yeah. not just the fabrics, but the fact that they're custom made to the person's measurements. So everything mm-hmm. is made to order, made to fit. For any body size, body shape, yes, whatever, and I think that is something that makes you stand out in your business and what you do because it's tailor made. And you, yes. I find that our, and at least maybe I don't know if it's here or there or everywhere, but people yes. really want to find things that fit them for them, and not yes. something that's mass produced and that's mm-hmm. one of a kind. And I, exactly. do you find that that's really what has taken your business to the next level? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, just by offering this like sort of unique service of being able to go, okay, I love this design. I love this fabric. These are my measurements. And then it's just, poop comes to life. Like it's just like that. Poop. poop. Yeah. yeah, I wish. It's that easy. <laughs> so you are magic. <laughs> Um, but what yeah, do they have um, going on over there in Australia in the water? Yeah. Like we need it. Some of you guys are up- <laughs> maybe it's because you guys are upside down. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely. I think having that really sets my business aside from a lot of other ones, and I'm not saying that mine's any mm-hmm. better than anyone else's because, like, I am friends with so many other small businesses in this sort of mm-hmm. community festival wear um and they all have their own little thing going on but yeah i i like to do just simple designs bright crazy mm-hmm. fabrics and then made to their measurements um mm-hmm. and i have customers from everywhere like it is really really cool like i've i've seen photos of girls at like coachella um electric daisy carnival which is like a real yes. sort of thing yeah um just yeah like it's it's really really surreal i guess um to to have something that you've made and then see somebody like parading it around for so many people to wear it's just well it's perfect marketing too for your business because yeah. oh. everyone's like where did you get that right so well, i'm sure it's big like word of mouth kind of business too for you yeah. 
and it, it's really, really good too because, like, I find a lot of people um, – <laughs> People will buy a festival outfit, wear it once, and then they'll be like, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> Can I yeah, get another one? <laughs> well, they can't wear so, it again to the next one. They got to have something, they got to up their game, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all about Which, Instagram photo. <laughs> it is. And you know, it's funny. It, it's very good for you. And it's, it's funny because, like, people, when they are planning to go to these, like, Coachella, right? Yes. Like, it's not just about getting the ticket to go. It's about planning mm-hmm. what you're going to wear every day, what your mm-hmm. style is going to be. Sometimes you're planning with friends to coordinate. Yeah. Like there's a lot, like you're planning on what your vibe is going to be for that whole event, that whole weekend, mm-hmm. that whole festival. Um, and that is sometimes to some people more important than just getting to go. Like it's part of yeah. the experience of getting to go. So that's really cool. Get- now, if someone wanted to order a custom piece, like what, like how far in advance do they need to be in touch with you to start planning that out for it's, turnaround it's, time? Yeah, I I always tell people like make sure you're ordering like at least a month in advance, and if you're overseas, two months in advance. And I know mm-hmm. that's probably a big time frame, but when things get oh busy, no, people have these things booked like people a buy year. the tickets like, a year in advance. Year. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, they can play. No excuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is like I, I have to tell people like to order like super in advance, just because I find that, um, yeah, people will. Some people will leave it till last minute, and they'd be like, "How about this festival in two weeks?" I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah." Um, yeah, for custom work, it is definitely something where it's like, okay, this is yeah. like a, a long process. It's not even just the you click, click, you know, purchase, pay, and it comes to your door sort of thing. Like there's so much more to that. Like sometimes it's people that are going, I want this particular shape, this particular cut, this particular fabric. Um, you know, it's being shipped to this location. Like there's a lot of back and forth and I think people don't realize how much time that takes sometimes just to talk to them. And then you have it. to source the fabrics or any embellishments or anything that they want that you may not have. And that can take time. Yeah. The simple stuff where it's like, okay, I've got the fabric in my sewing room. I've got the pattern. Like I'm all good. Let's make it. And sometimes it's only a week. Like, Mm -hmm. and like even recently with my fast machines, (laughs) (laughs) it's been like a couple of days, which is just insane to me. Like, and to think that like, it's, some of the, the stuff that usually would take me like weeks to just like get through the pile. It's like, oh, I can wow. <laughs> That's why you got to go industrial. Awesome. <laughs> I know. Ashley has an industrial machine and I don't. Oh, really? And I, yeah. and maybe maybe she day. should. <laughs> I, I used to sew on them. I worked. I, for fashion school, that's what we sewed on. And then for when I worked at a drapery shop, all of our machines were industrial. So I'm comfortable with yeah. them. I just yeah. don't have one personally, nor yeah. do I know where I would put one in my house right now. But the problem like, is, I, is that we sew so much stuff as it is to yeah. add an industrial means that you got to sew bags, right? Yeah. Do you have time? <laughs> Yeah. I don't even have I mean, time I, to use it. It just kind of sits there and it's a little bit of a catch-all. Mine's more like uh, industrial as in like I'm going to put like 16 layers of leather through it. Oh, so yeah. it's a yeah. uh, very kind of like heavy duty. Yeah. yeah. Heavy projects rather than the, you know, saving time sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would love to have like a straight stitch that just flew though. So yeah, (laughs) they are good. They are fun. And the surgery. My first machine was the uh, industrial wise. My first machine was the uh, overlocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the overlocker, and then I got the straight stitch, and then I got the cover stitch. So oh, so you have all four now or three now? Three, three, yeah. Yes. and they're all industrial. I remember, I remember you not saying that you had the cover stitch, and I was like, "When is she going to get the cover?" And you're like, "I don't need it," and I was like, "You do." <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that you finally have one. But are they all in tables, right? What was that, sorry? They're all in tables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have three tables in your room. Oh, my. So I live in a rental um, at Mm -hmm. the moment, and that was, like, the biggest thing stopping me from upgrading because I was like, oh, we're just going to have to move them again, you know, like, we're going to buy a house. May as well just wait. But um, the reason why we got them was because I saw – the overlocker pop up on marketplace, which is like you know you're selling things local in your area, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so cheap. So I really, got, yeah, like um, I got the overlocker for three hundred dollars, wow, which is wow. very good considering they're like thousands of dollars here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, like it's an older machine, like it's a brother something or other. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brother. Uh, overlocker, and then the straight stitch came up on marketplace like months and months later, and that was like four hundred dollars, I think. That's amazing. I know. And then the cover stitch came up like like you know months and months later, and that was like five hundred and something dollars. And I was like, well, I don't know, like three for one, basically, (laughs) right? Like. Absolutely insane. Yeah, you would pay, you'd be paying so much if you were getting them brand new. And mm-hmm. the luckiest thing, like the only reason I'm able to do this is because I've got my husband who um he's a machinist. Oh wow. So so he every time I bought a machine, he's been like, All right, cool. And he's cleaned it all up, he's ordered the oh. new parts, he has like Wow, like, perfect. No, he, well, he, aren't he, you just a lucky lady? Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> But that's so great that he's able to support you in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Yeah. He's been incredible. Like, just even little things. Like, I have this pegboard, like, sitting up on my wall here. And, um, like, he helped me build it. He helped me build the shelving behind me. Yeah. Um, he 3D printed me, like, a little sign. Um, but, yeah, even with, the, like, the machines has been the biggest help. Like, he has yeah. every single machine that we've bought. I've bought. <laughs> um, he's gone through and like cleaned it all up. He's like downloaded the manuals because they're so old they don't come yeah. with mm-hmm. them and stuff. Um, he's gone through every little step. He's done all the tensions for me. He's done everything. Oh my god, that's amazing! Because those machines, like you know, they're, they're great. not easy they're to service. Horses. No, no they're, they're not. So you're you're very lucky. Like yeah, yeah. Money you're pouring into it just to like keep yeah. It running all the time and he's just like I'm like hey I've got this little issue and he's like don't worry I'll help (laughs) (laughs) it's so sweet yeah Uh, Yeah. that's amazing now your your overlock industrial overlock how many threads is it how many threads can it have on it four Four? okay the one that I had yeah the one that I used um the industrial one I used at the 
uh, drapery shop. I think it was like an eight or 10 thread. Like it was insane. And so every time when I think of like one of those now, I just assume it has like all of these. So that's why I was curious Um, because I feel like, yeah, it's made for like industrial, like sewing, like what I was doing with the drapes and all these layers, but it was so miserable to thread. (laughs) So miserable. This one, I just, I just popped the new threads because I like, I procrastinate the hell out of re-threading it. So, <laughs> I, I, like, what all can I sew that needs this one color before I have to change it? Yeah, like, oh, I just got another order. I better cut it out and sew this one first before I get to those other ones. <laughs> I, um, a lady reached out to me years and years ago who had a festive wear business and, um, I was really, really stressed and she messaged me and she was like, hey, I've been watching your business. I just wanted to let you know, I thought I'd give you a little bit of like advice uh, with, you know, sewing and, you know, how I keep on top of orders and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I was shocked because she's got a lot more followers than I do. And I was like, how is she watching my little page? Like that's so sweet. Um, And she said, look, the easiest way to uh, go through your orders so quickly is just group them. Like have a day where you cut out well, maybe two mm-hmm. days, three days, just cut out. That's all you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you put all your orders in order, um, group them into projects that need black thread and then projects that need white thread. Or if you've got other colors, then you group them into that. Um, and you sew like that. So you go cut out day, sewing day, cut out day, sewing day, and then post in between sort of thing. And I have taken her advice and it has been the best thing. Like, Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And that's so nice of her. Yeah, I I was amazed. Like it's a it's a funny little story actually. She had um way back when when I first started making like festive wear, like little tops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I had like inspiration just from like Instagram photos and stuff like that. And I wasn't specifically I hadn't even seen her business to be honest, but I had somebody tag her in my posts and was like, Hey, like she's copying you, blah 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 and I was like I was mortified because, like, I, I hate that idea of that. Like, I thought that was really awful. And she reached out to me and was like, hey, look, I've had a few people message me about it. And, you know, like, when you're in this sort of industry, it is not a nice thing to do where you copy other people. And I was like, I had no idea. Like, and I could see the similarities. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, I will, I'll change things. Like, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't, didn't mean it, you know. And she was like, no, no, that's yeah. okay. And that's where she like started following me and we, we became friends. Like I, you know, talked to her every now and then and yeah. she saw that I was stressed one year and she was like, Sam, like, this is what you got to do. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so it's Aww. crazy how like little things like that, they don't necessarily, you don't have to be enemies. Like you're not in, no. like you're also different. Um, and I think just explaining yourself is such a easy thing to do. And most people are understanding. So yeah. yeah. One thing I think we've learned from doing this, starting this podcast yeah. is just how supportive the sewing community can be and how people are so eager to share what they've learned with others. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why we chose to start the podcast was because, you know, Ashley and I have been sewing for a long time, but it's like, yeah. you know, we only know what we know. And that we, we are very much aware that there are people that do other things better than mm-hmm. we could. And we love learning from them, just like we love learning from you. And so I love that you've had that kind of experience yeah. in your neck of the woods <laughs> with what with your niche of what you do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. That's so nice to hear yeah. those positive and, 
moments. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, I've had so many over the years, too. Like, I could talk forever about, like, little things here and there. And, like, even from that experience, like, I remember um, a lot of – a lot of things popping up where I was like, oh no, now people are copying me. And I would get like, oh, uh, like, oh no. Like, and then, mm-hmm. and then I realized like most of those things weren't that bad. And they were like, it, it's like everyone can make a skater skirt, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy, not yeah. hard. It's a circle and a rectangle. And that's all it is like, but like if you're doing it in your own sort of way and you you've got your own sort of marketing with that and like mm-hmm. just all sorts of little things can factor into mm-hmm. it like the fabrics like if you're doing, using different fabrics it obviously makes it look different mm-hmm. um, and even just like the biggest thing that i've learned and the biggest thing that has made my business like i guess skyrocket with popularity i suppose um is putting my face out there like yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like people come to you for you. Mm-hmm. They love your work, but they love you and they love, they, they get to work with you one-on-one to create something. Mm-hmm. And that, that's and that's yeah, form a relationship just through that your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if, if people know you and know your story and know like, you know, your mm-hmm. values and things like that with what you do mm-hmm. and how much it means to you and stuff like that, people will, support you over others somebody else because yes experience and they're like yeah i really like that person i want to support them they're invested yeah exactly they're invested and they have a connection with you because something you've done has resonated with them feel it yeah yeah exactly like i absolutely feel it too with like a lot of my customers like i remember doing markets and this was way back when i was just making jewelry and i was like sitting down doing markets and um I remember customers coming up and I remember them by name. Like I was like, Oh, Hey, how are you going? Like <laughs> Ashley, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> um, and yeah. And like, even that, and I remember them now, like I'll see them out in public and be like, I know that person. Like, <laughs> I know face. like and maybe I don't remember the name cause it's been so many years, but like I'll say mm-hmm. hi to them and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, I think there's those little things too, that like mean a lot to people. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and also being in customer service, you've got that like, I mean, I've been mm-hmm. for a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. I started at, like, Woolworths, and then I was oh. – oh, I've only had three jobs, actually. One, two, three, four. Including- <laughs> <laughs> this is the best one. But, yeah, like, it's all been, like, customer service, so I think it's, you know, creating that mm-hmm. personal connection with people is, like, yeah. important too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just being interested in people. Like it takes two seconds to respond to someone. Like somebody says, Hey, I love mm-hmm. this outfit. You're like, thanks so much. I like really appreciate the comment, you know, or feedback or, yeah. you know, it's so easy to do that. But, yeah. yeah. That's, that's wonderful because like, having a custom business, you really need to love that aspect of it because, you know, having, I don't know how you do the, like just getting the sizing. Like, do you have to make your own pattern for everybody specifically like i feel like that's a lot of work (laughs) it is and to be honest i'm still learning and like Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the things where people go okay yep i'm happy to support you because you are actually willing to do the sizing regardless Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. if it's going to be absolutely 100 percent perfect or not you're going to give it a go and not many people will do that or touch it with a 10 foot yeah it's scary 
like I am so intimidated sometimes by like offering this service. I know it sounds mm-hmm. like, like, and it's hard to admit because, you know, I love doing it, but it is like, it is a lot of work. It's so much work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people don't do it. Um, yeah. Well, you have to ask your customers to measure themselves correctly. And if they don't measure themselves correctly, like how do you, because Bethany has this problem within her little boutique. Yeah. Right. Like they they measure, but then they don't measure (laughs) properly. Well, I know, but it's the same thing, right? They don't measure correctly. And then if somebody gets their, the item and it doesn't fit them how they thought, then how do you, how do you deal with something like that? Yeah, so it, it happens like I don't know, like five percent of the time. Very oh, okay. Very yeah. Like, you you do have stretch fabric, I, so that definitely helps, right? It's forgivable, yeah. And I mean, yeah. that's the reason why I haven't moved on from stretch either, because I'm yeah. like, this is something that Get I know works, and I yeah. know that people find easy to wear. You don't have to iron mm-hmm. it. You know, there's like so many factors where it's like. I'd be silly to move on to something else. Um, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't suit all shapes and sizes and stuff like that as well. But um, with, with that sort of thing, like it's happened before, like I've got one coming back at the moment as well. Mm. And it's not like everyone's understanding. I've never had somebody who has gone off at me and been like, this is the worst blah, 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 blah. You know, like, I think yeah. they know if you're going from a small business, mistakes happen, you're human, not a machine. They're like, you know, I'm happy to send it back, get it replaced, re- fixed, whatever it might be. And, um, yeah, so, like, for example, I've got one lovely lady at the moment who contacted me and she said that her waistband was just a bit big, like it was a bit loose. Mm-hmm. And um, I explained to her, like, you know, everything's made a little bit differently, so sometimes measurements can, you know, be not taken yeah. or it could have just been my fault and that's what you have to do you have to you can't mm-hmm. be you're not allowed yeah, yeah. to be stubborn and rude or anything you just have to admit like i've made a mistake let's do everything possible to fix it and um yeah like work with them like do anything mm-hmm. you can to make them happy because that oh, yeah. will that will just carry on um and i've like the customer who i'm referring to which i won't say her name or anything like that but um <clears throat> she like, even after that experience, I was like, look, sorry about the mistake. I'll give you, like, a little bit of a 20% off, you know, next time if you do choose to return and, like, things like that. And she, she, I haven't even received the item yet to fix it, and she's already put three new orders in. Like, Oh, wow. Wow. So she, she did love the product, and she had another one as well there that she ordered two things, and one of them was just awkward sizing. The other one was fine. It was absolutely perfect. Um, and, you know, just different colors. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just a matter of like, again, customer service, customer service. It's so important, nice. especially in a small business, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and being yeah. on such a presence on social media to make sure that you do everything you can to mm-hmm. not only deliver quality products, but quality communication and education for your customers so that they feel confident. Yeah. And she's well, not here, they're gonna come and you're for you. working with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like our last percent. guest, Nicole, she had like a whole bunch of people just coming for her on TikTok. You know, like <laughs> people. And it wasn't her product. It. it was something yeah. she said about how she mm-hmm. likes to make handmade gifts versus buying yeah. things. And they just kind of came for her about that. And they're and she and it was just 
But she's like, I'm yeah. putting other bot things in there with it. But it was yeah. for like a baby shower gift and you know how people can be on social media. And yeah. most of it was positive, but there was a good chunk of it that was negative. And she goes, yeah. well, it got me a lot of views and she moved on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you so. to like, I remember when I first started posting and putting my face out there, like I was sensitive towards everything. Like everything. Oh, yeah. like, you have to grow a thick skin. Yeah, yes. Holy shivers! I like I will like read something and be like, mm. <laughs> 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 like this person is not buying my products. This person does not care about me. They don't know me from a bar of soap. Like let's let's goodbye. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you know yeah I definitely everything would bother me when I was first starting out. Yeah. I think it more so bothers me when I know that they are a customer. If mm. that was to happen, which it doesn't. Like most people are absolutely lovely. Um, it's because you're personally any- invested, right? In your customers. Yeah. You personally more yeah. than most people because of the communication mm. and the the custom yeah. outfits you're yeah. making. So mm-hmm. there is a relationship you've built. And so yeah. anytime you that that's probably why there's you feel this pressure to like mm. get it right and yeah. all the doing the custom because you are personally invested and then you're mm. you're proud of what you're creating. You want yeah. them to love it. And yeah. it's and hard to disconnect that. You can't, or else your business would not be successful. And you're doing it really, really well. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. So what's what's next for Sam? I know that you're creating like a different kind of line of clothing yeah. in the future. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. I like I love I love making festival wear and I don't think I'll stop for a very long time, but um there's a big thing where, especially right now, everything's expensive. Like the world is just getting mm-hmm. more and more expensive. Everyone's in yes. debt. Like it's luxury <laughs> items like festive wear are not something that people are like, even though they are, people still are. But I still want to have that other option for people that are yeah. not, not they don't go to festivals. Some people don't. I, I don't. <laughs> like I don't go to festivals. Um, but, you know, I just, I want to have like more, sustainable purchase options as well because obviously this wear is the one where people buy an item and then it's gone you know they don't care about it for the next festival they want to they want to sell it they want to get rid of it they want to get right Mm -hmm. um which is fine and same with the fabrics as well like most of it's polyester which is not a very sustainable sort of option either and i do everything I can to keep my business sustainable in regards to like keeping fabric scraps and repurposing them and all sorts of things like that. But, um, mm. to make things a little even better for the future. Like I would love to introduce casual wear and, um, I've been working on that recently. <laughs> which oh, that's is exciting. I think I saw, I saw some of the fabrics that you've chosen. Is that the yeah. floral part, prints? Yes, there's like beautiful floral mm-hmm. ones. Um, I'll yeah. show you guys in a second. I'm wearing one of the pieces that I've made. So oh, I love that. People, yes. This is, I'm, I'm all about just like really simple sort of stuff. I'm not really like, uh, and also as a self taught designer, I don't want to be like, I don't want to get cocky because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not wonderful at doing absolutely everything. I hate zippers and buttons and all that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, sharing? can do that yeah absolutely yeah but like things like this that is so cute yeah (laughs) Yeah. i love it you're in summer right now so that's totally appropriate (laughs) 
Yeah, Ashley and I are over here in sweaters and bundled up, and she's wearing the cutest little sundress and that she made. Yeah, That's so cute. It's, it's an Australian thing. <laughs> it's... I'll show you the other things. So lots of gingham because. Oh, gingham I love gingham. Yeah, everybody loves gingham. Like literally last Christmas, gingham was in trend as well, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This is back again." Like it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So lots of like little gingham, like tiered skirts. I love doing tiers. I love sharing. Oh, look at that. So cute. You know, I've started making a couple of dresses as well. Oh, I love that. I love this because it's like, like it's an adjustable, adjustable straps. I like your little tie straps too, because that makes them adjustable, but that's really cute. I've, I don't think I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. And then maxi skirts. Oh, oh yes. Everybody loves it. Look at that retro print. I love it. <laughs> it's so cute. And the best thing too is um, I've like going back to fabrics and stuff like that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found like, I don't know if it's obvious to everyone, but let, let's talk about it anyway. But um <laughs> Because I've only just recently kind of stumbled on this little gem and I'm so excited about it. But um, uh, getting your own stuff printed rather than just Ooh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. And it's like, it's so obvious, Like, but it's also like, no, it's not. Like, we don't think to do that. Yeah. I mean, in a business sense, it's, it makes sense. Um, if you're just doing small hobby crafts sort of things, it's not really you know, not worth it. Yeah. But um, I've been recently going to, like, uh, suppliers of, like, fabric bases and seeing, like, mm-hmm. what their quality is and what their print quality is and then purchasing digital seamless files to then be printed on fabrics. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah. So that's, that's like, the next step for Little Patch will be um, just the way in which I source things and something that's going to be a little bit, like, even more unique, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Custom, one of a kind fabrics only. So, would you available design through you? your own though? Like, would you actually um, draw out your own? I would prints? like to eventually, but I baby I steps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you that's know. a learning curve too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of like program work and stuff like that. Like, I didn't, I didn't know if I mentioned this, but um, before I got into sewing, or I guess midway through it, I suppose, um, I was doing um, photography and design at university. And um, Very cool. I, yeah, I I got to the – it was a three-year course. I got two and a bit years in and I was like – I got – I actually – I ended up getting sick and then I had to defer. But when I got back there, I was like – Not feeling it. Not feeling it. I was like, uh, <laughs> no. Like, oh, like, I'll just be like, yeah, school dropout, you know, <laughs> like, I'll just be the classic art school dropout. But, and That's I was, so funny. I don't regret it, like, at all. No, I have a big mm-hmm. debt, <laughs> but everyone does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I dropped out and I, um, I decided to take my business a little bit seriously. Like I just felt like it was taking off a bit more than my excitement and passion for like photography and design and stuff like that. Mm. So I do have a bit of design background. Um, definitely not very good, <laughs> but <laughs> there's something there, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's, I guess I could 
um, definitely do my own seamless prints and like just obviously brush up on knowledge of how to do it properly and things like that. Yeah. In the meantime, it's more of a supporting other businesses that create the seamless mm-hmm. prints and then getting them printed. I've even started yeah. to one of my customers. I don't know. If, actually, you guys will probably know what I'm talking about, but um, Black Milk Clothing. Have you heard? Oh, of wait, them? no. Who? Black, Black Milk. milk. They're, they're no, in Australia. But I don't think I have. Okay. All right. No, that's okay. <laughs> they're not over here then. <laughs> no, no. The, so the funny thing is, is people overseas, I don't know where overseas, but <laughs> people overseas. <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've heard that people will stay up till like midnight or like stupid o'clock just to purchase items from Australia from this business. And, um, anyway, beside the point, um, the one of the ladies who was a like um, graphic designer for them, she doesn't work for them anymore, um, and, oh. but she does have design knowledge. She actually is a customer of mine, and she's like, "Oh, you know, ever any any time that you want like your own prints like done, like you can always like commission me to like." Wow. Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I just kind of I yes, just flipped please. through Black Milk, and they got some pretty awesome prints. Yes, like they're very different. So it's it is all like spandexy things, and like, mm-hmm. um, it's it's all suitable for all sizes and that sort of thing as well, which makes them very very attractive to everywhere. Um, and they do a lot of like licensed stuff, which I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole because yeah, I no. don't know. No, no. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know about that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You don't want to get into into any lawyer troubles. <laughs> no, no thanks. I have made things in the past where, like, I've used prints that are licensed, but it's, at the time, like, I I didn't know about, like, Uh licensing laws and things like that. And even so, it's so blurry in Australia that you just don't know. And, like, people constantly sell stuff. Like, you go to the markets, the local markets, and there's everyone has got, like, bluey Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, all of, like, the kids' things Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And, um... I, I just, I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. I what don't the... understand it when like I go to Joanne's and I buy mm-hmm. like, let's say some Disney themed fabric mm-hmm. and I yeah. can purchase said fabric usually at mm-hmm. a higher cost than all the other cotton fabrics. Mm-hmm. And I buy yes. the fabric and I bring it home and I make dog bandanas out of it. And if I post them on Etsy, they get taken yeah. down. It's like, but I paid they really? for it. Yeah. Um, so oh. I have to be really careful about what I call it, um, uh, to post it and those kind of things. So sometimes like my, my, my themed or call it like school or sports team theme stuff, like sometimes gets kicked off and it's a pain, but I'm like, I paid for the fabric. If you didn't want me to make something out of it and sell it, you shouldn't sell me the fabric. Right. <laughs> it is frustrating, but I've it's actually, so um, I've bought, um, I've gotten more into doing the custom printed fabrics for my bandana business um, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of bandana businesses and you'll start to see a lot of the same fabrics. Well, that they are like the same Joanne's. Exactly. And, and yeah. you know, flannels are flannels and they're really good. So why not? But if I can get some mm-hmm. custom fun prints for holidays and I really just do it for holidays, then mm-hmm. I absolutely will. Uh, because they're more expensive, but they're so stinking cute. And I think I bought like eight or nine custom 
prints for Christmas alone this year, which I've never done that many before, but they're so fun. They're so fun. Mm -hmm. And they have, I don't don't know if you have spoon flower, um, but that's a big one here. And I get some custom fabrics from there, but they have designers on their website. So there's people that are already designing the prints and then you can have them printed on all these different fabric bases or even wallpaper or all, even they like do everything. Um, So I have gotten quite a bit from them and there's a few designers I follow over there and kind of repeat customer of that designer's prints because they're kind of niche for what I do. But yeah, Yeah. that's one of my resources. So yeah, I love it. I have gone to spoon flower before because I'm in Australia. It takes way, way, way too long. Mm-hmm. I assume that they're very, very busy. So I don't, it does take a while to get it. Yeah. I yeah. Really Even for me, but then yeah. piece. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, but well, you have customs that it will get stuck in customs. If you order them, it takes a long time for me to get stuff from America and I'm right above them. <laughs> be crazy. <laughs> Australia's seven to 30 days it says on the one website we we're looking at earlier I'm like jesus that's a long time i'll order things overseas and it'll get here quicker than something that's in australia and i'm like yeah how does that, how does that happen like, I, don't, I don't understand Come on. i don't know oh. with the licensing thing you said um i know that like i've i always like have this thought um and especially because i was working for spotlight like they, if they didn't want people to use the licensed prints that they've obviously spent the money to use the licensing for, or like Spotlight or Joann's or whatever, mm-hmm. have paid mm-hmm. for the license to be able to print the fabric, to be able to then sell it to you. If you weren't allowed to resell it, shouldn't they have like a thing on there that says this is for personal use only or something? And right. Like, like, print it on the salvage or something like that where people are like, okay, I can't get away with not seeing that. Like, Yeah. For commercial use or whatever, but like I don't understand that either. Like it doesn't. But yeah, I've heard so many people like Disney is brutal. <laughs> like, yeah, I shouldn't speak of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our podcast is taken down. We just won't put their name in the description, and then it won't <laughs> no, catch we just, it. We just need to know the what the legality is in the whole thing because it might well, just be that Etsy doesn't want to dabble in it, and it could be absolutely fine. You just have to show proof of license, but when you purchase that fabric, you don't get proof of license. Do you want my receipt mm-hmm. that I bought it? Like it just says that I cut four yards. It doesn't say what it was. So. I don't have proof that I have the rights to make something out of this fabric, but I had the rights to buy it. Uh, I've always had an issue with it. Mm -hmm. Such a weird thing. I I made a mistake one time on Etsy. Um, There was a fabric that was like this really cute floral watercolor print. And when you look at it, it reminds me of Lily Pulitzer, which is like a high end summer wear. uh, Very popular when I lived in Florida, like really cute summer beach um, yacht club attire, <laughs> you know, fancy. Um, but they're known for like bright watercolor prints. And, um, so I called it the Lily Pulitzer, you know, inspired bandana and they shut that down so fast. I was like, so then I just called it the Lily and I reposted yeah. it, but I was like, I was 
kudos to you. Now you can buy their fabric, but this was just yeah. a watercolor and it, it was not theirs. It just looked similar. Yeah. And yeah. it's a dog bandana. Mm. It's not like I'm <laughs> making another dress. Yeah, but, yeah. These things. <laughs> yeah. And you're standing outside the store selling it before people walk in. <laughs> no. So of course don't know me. But they shut that down. Yeah. Wow. Anything's ever happened remotely similar to that to me in my business was um mm-hmm. I got a email from a company who claimed that they worked for Coachella and they were like a legal department for Coachella. And I had wow. an Instagram posts where I'd hashtag just hashtagged Coachella in like, you know, the hashtags. Um, so people that were searching Coachella would see it, you know? Right. Um, and I got an email saying that like they listed all of the posts that had the hashtags and said, you need to take all of these down um, because you're using the hashtag Coachella. And I like, cause my husband's really cluey with not only machines, he's also very smart with like computer stuff and all that sort of taking things. And I'm like, what's this? And he's like, Oh yeah, it kind of does look legit. Like we kind of did a bit of a back search and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh God, I'm not, I'm not messing with them. <laughs> like hell no. So I took down all the posts but yeah, so everyone I, that's been to Coachella and tagged Coachella or hashtag Coachella can't, but you can't. I that's, don't understand it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not like you're it trying is, to sell knockoff tickets to the show. Yeah. They know yeah. that you weren't from America because that's the other thing is that like their laws sometimes don't transfer over. Like I yeah. once had a company come to me and tell me that I couldn't sell those taggy blankets for babies, oh, but they didn't yeah. have the patent in my country so they really couldn't say anything so i just ignored them yes (laughs) we're in australia yeah i I still don't understand it because i was also starting out as well at that point i was yeah because you're you're just like i'm not gonna touch it yeah Yeah. it's fine (laughs) (sighs) i surrender (laughs) have you have you hashtag coachella since no no i do catch creations now like i I do minimal hashtags. I think a lot of people. I don't do a lot. Yeah. I actually stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I first, yeah. When I first started, it was like a whole page of hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a festival outfit, like this, that. And like, oh, I still yeah. do it on TikTok. But I think TikTok's relevant for the hashtags, whereas Instagram's really not. And Mm-mm. not many people find you through hashtags on Instagram anymore anyway. So I just kind of. I find it's hard to find anything through hashtags yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, I think I think reels are becoming a big thing on Instagram, but I just mm-hmm. I'm good at TikTok. Um, but yeah. then I like I go to do a reel and I'm like, this is so easy, like, but I never do them. <laughs> I just I, I don't know. It's a funny thing. But you have twenty four thousand followers on Instagram, which is yeah. like it's a feat because a I feel like it's kind of like a grind getting those followers on Instagram. It was so hard. Like, it was mm-hmm. so hard. I've had that account since 2014 or something, like, way back when yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so that's eight years. It was just, yeah, it was, like, a little account. And I remember, like, celebrating, like, 100 followers. Like, yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put, like, a post up. We're like, yay, 100 followers. And then, like, I get to 200. I'm like, yay, giveaway time. Like, but now it's, like, on, on TikTok, I couldn't believe it, like, how quickly. Yeah, it was TikTok really does take off. 
It's insane. 240,000 followers on TikTok for those that are That's listening crazy. and growing. <laughs> and she does some really fun videos. It is catchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's definitely found her niche and it it's really fun to watch what you do. Yeah. Um, because you show all aspects of your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, and you your, show your lives. Yeah. And I, you know, um, you also show like, as you are in the process of making and the finished makes, like yes. you show the fabrics when you get them, you show the process and you show the finished makes. So people who are invested into these custom orders with you now get to kind of see the process yeah. And they share mm-hmm. that, like, look at what she's making for me. This is going to be my so outfit. Good. I can't wait to get it. Like that, yeah. that is just gold. Yeah. Yeah. It, gold. And there's so many little things that you can do nowadays just to like promote yourself. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't tell us, please tell us because we want to <laughs> know like all this. the secrets. Our it last guest like- had so many secrets and I'm like, oh my, I'm like writing it all down. Like I need to know all of the industry secrets. So go ahead. Tell oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> like my only like i have advice sure but like secrets like the funniest thing is is i think people think that like i strategically post and i like do things like, no yeah <laughs> I'm, just like- I'm so chaotic like i i'll just i'll have like a day where i'm like i feel like making tiktoks and i'll make like 10 of them and then i'll like post them all like with a matter of like two days or something or like i'll make <laughs> because i think oh that'll be funny i'll just randomly make it i have zero drafts zero yeah. drafts. Because I post like, yeah you just make and post make and post yeah, yeah. yeah. see That's i do that and then I, do I, I drop off the planet right for like and then it's yep. like oh hi i'm back again <laughs> yeah oh, exactly like, oh it's been a week <laughs> yeah Instagram's really, really good because I've got that daily connection with people. Like I always check in and say, hey, guys, happy Monday, like blah, 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 et cetera. Um, whereas TikTok is like it's so it's so hard to do that. It's like more superficial than Instagram. Instagram, I feel so yeah. much more like connected with my audience, whereas like TikTok, I have so many followers that I wouldn't – I probably know about 10 of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, that's the thing is that people sometimes just follow people just because they enjoy watching it, but not necessarily in want to buy or it's just like, I, I, you know, it's like ASMR videos where you're just like, you get mesmerized by watching people do like woodworking or something. I'm not going to go woodwork and I'm probably not going to buy that, but I'm just going to watch it because it's just so satisfying. (laughs) It's like the gym. It's like the gym videos that Ashley introduced me to. Have you seen those, Sam? On TikTok, on the live. (laughs) They're just like this giant pot of like, I don't know, was it rice or something? And it's like spinning and all these random gems are in it. And they're like, oh, you can buy like a bag. Yeah. And and oh my God. And then she's like, you, she'll send it to me. I'm like, what am I watching? And why can't I turn this off? Because they just go in there and they're like, Dig After out though, I'm gems. like looking at the reviews and I'm like, did they get them all right? Like, are they switching them out afterwards? Like, I'm trying to figure it out because I'm like, trying I to know. shut them down. I'm wondering yeah. though, because like some of these big, huge rocks, and I'm like, really? It's expensive. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I no. know. I don't know. I'm gonna call out somebody because um, there was a there's a girl who lives locally to where I am, and she's like kind of TikTok famous i guess you could say um and her account's ashy ann i don't know if you've heard of her no no (laughs) 
<laughs> That's okay. She's, she's she a specific Australian crowd, I think, because she's like got very like she does like the the mum account, so she'll talk about mum stuff, but also like mm. she's very like brutal and like she's sass, hundred mm. percent sass. Like, <laughs> But um, she's local and I met her recently, but she confessed to actually watching these crystal lives too. (laughs) Like, she's like, she's like, I don't know what it is, but like, I bought like, like heaps of crystals recently. (laughs) She's like, Ashley and I probably saw her crystals get picked. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so funny. And they they, for like five minutes with Bianca and she's like, can we buy some? And I'm like, oh my, see, this is how you get sucked in. Like, no, we're not buying crystals. Yeah. They're expensive. Like Oh yeah. Makeup and just like nail polish. And oh, just, so it's just, it's just, people are like really into just like mystery bags and stuff. Right. Like they just, yeah, they, what am I going to get? You know? I think that's probably I can pull out my junk drawer and say, oh, you don't know what you're going to get, but I'll ship it to <laughs> you bucks. for 50 bucks. 10 bucks for five <laughs> items. <laughs> uh, who knows? There's a lick stamp, some you know, rubber bands, a few buttons, a pair of scissors that's sticky. A highlighter. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's just random stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. And one of my kids' school photo. That's yeah. usually with the kids' school photos. Like the like the the wallet size ones that nobody ever uh, yep. they force you to get. They end up in the junk drawer. Yep. Yeah, that's so funny. That oh would be gosh. a really good. We should we should sell that <laughs> junk drawer mystery box. Put that on your Etsy. We'll make it a holiday swap. <laughs> stuff all the time. You, have you seen the shipping container ones where they'll just buy a shipping container like somebody's and then, like, yes. I, w- I would totally do that yeah. it was, I would too yeah, oh if it was all selling stuff oh my god that'd be amazing I'd fight <laughs> you for it um, I've seen people do like the Amazon returns they oh, yeah. don't get put back and they just like have these huge crates and they'll just sell them or like um, the lost luggage there's like a whole oh. place in the in our country where all lost luggage a lost luggage goes, and you can like after a while it goes there. If it's never claimed, it goes there. It's sorted through, and you can shop people's lost luggage. And there's all sorts of things. It's like a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also terrifying because I'm like, don't want to let my luggage go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna end up on one of those shows. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to end up on someone's viral YouTube one day. <laughs> like, <stop. laughs> yeah. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> her name is Bethany. She has her name on the luggage tag. That's my I'm monogram shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Oh, mm. my goodness. Okay, I have a question for you. We're kind of approaching an hour, so I thought I would kind of yeah. throw, throw a tough one in on, on you. Um, and I ask a lot of people that we talk to on on the podcast this question but uh knowing what you know now and how far you've come and all that you've learned what would be a bit of advice that you would share to yourself when you first got started if you could um (laughs) (laughs) every time I feel like I think about this sometimes and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I know what I'm talking about, but 
don't know. Like, or I wish I had, or something you go, oh, I wish I'd known that sooner. You know, like one of yeah. those moments. I have that sometimes. I think there's lots and lots of things that I wish that I had caught on to earlier. Like 100%. There's so many things that I'm like, I could have been making more money here. Or I could have been doing mm-hmm. this. But like, <clears throat> it's so hard to say because like, I don't regret any of it. And I feel like it's such a messy, yeah. crazy process that it's like, I could have done that better. <laughs> like, I so could have done that better. Like, and like, oh, what, what was I doing starting with that? Or like, you know, I, um, if I didn't do this, then I would have, wouldn't have made that mistake and like this and that. Like, there's so many things mm-hmm. I, like, I think one of the things that I, like, the only thing is like probably like, okay, Sam, put your face online now, like early. Mm. The only thing I think, because that's what yeah. has made me grow. But, Aside from that, I don't know if I'd be able to give my younger self. I think that's a valid one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because at the same time, you have to remember, like, you're learning from all of these experiences. And if you had done things differently, would you be where you are now? Maybe. It probably might look different. So, But the face was a game changer for you. But as soon as you put yourself out there. Which is a big (laughs) struggle for a lot of people. Even me. I've been on YouTube for 10 years. And putting... I just... I was hands for a very long time because it was just like... She was a hand model. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Not nice hands, but hands. Um, But it was very intimidating and just scary to... And now look at me. I'm in front of a camera. This is the most I've been on a camera and like my whole entire career on the internet. (laughs) But it really does make I'll take the blame for that. I will take the blame. (laughs) I forced forced it. You're the one that gave me the idea of wanting to do a podcast. And yeah. I said, yes. And she went on vacation and came back from vacation and I had everything set up and I said, we're going, yeah. let's start. And we had She's like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you give me a, an idea. I'm going to run with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's I think that's good advice though. Yeah. Like selling yourself as just not a business, but a person is like the mm-hmm. best thing that I've done. Um, yeah. and it doesn't matter what you look like or where you're from or what you're doing. Like, it doesn't matter. People don't care anymore. They no. don't care. About they don't the care polish. if you don't have your makeup done. They really don't. I've learned that thing anymore. Like people are like, mm-hmm. if you're genuine. They want to know you. They want to be in your little circle. I've had, I've met so many people through my business and like become friends with them. And mm-hmm. like, I'm, <laughs> I met my best friend. <laughs> I met really? My best friend on Facebook. Um, oh. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't through my business, but it was. It was funny the story because what what happened was she put up a post and she's like, you know, I'm I'm this I'm, I'm this age and I, I don't like going to town. I don't like drinking and I'm like the same. I'm like a sit in the park and have a picnic and then you know sleep on the couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just I'm such a grandma, but. Um, and she, she was like, oh, you know, I, I love, like, cafe dates and this and that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, we can hang out. Hello, I'm Sam. Anyway, so we, like, awkwardly met at this cafe. And I was, like, sitting there, like, at the time. And I was, like, awkwardly sitting there with her. And I was like, anyway, I'm Sam, blah, blah, blah. And then I, like, was playing, like, I was packing up products to ship, I think it was, or something. Like, I was sitting at the cafe and I was, like, putting them in their bags and writing, like, everyone's addresses on way before I knew that labels existed. <laughs> anyway, I'm writing everyone's name on there and everything like that. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I own a business and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
like, yeah, I bought one of your tops. And I was like, oh. So oh. I had a customer like before I'd met her online and then there in person. But it was so funny too because like, the, first, the first time I met her, she was like, yep. So, yeah, I bought one of your tops. I was like, oh, true. And she's like, she's like, yeah, it was this one. And she showed me this picture and it was like her and her friends. And this top was like a lace top and she had a nip slip. <laughs> and she's like, no. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't sitting right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was one like, of your beginner ones, right? In your parts. We better be best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, which is so funny. Like, she's like, oh, but it was a good top. It was just, yeah. I didn't really wear it properly. <laughs> oh my. That is so funny. You know, uh, Ashley and I have never met in person. We no. met through Instagram. <laughs> I slid into her DMs, uh, basically, and was like, I love your pattern that you made. And she was like, thanks. And we just started talking and it just flowed naturally. And we just like haven't stopped. Ta- we literally talk almost every day. I think if there's uh, no, ever no, a time I think, where. No, we haven't skipped today. <laughs> No. We haven't you do, really skipped like, a day. Sorry. Right? You're like, I'm sorry, I haven't been around. No, she's sending me messages like voice messages like, I've missed you today. You've been too busy. Please come back to me. Oh yeah, when you were gone away for your yeah. Mm-hmm. For work stuff or whatever. I'm waiting we for just... her to come to Canada. She said she's supposed to come. I've been waiting supposed patiently. To. Supposed for to. work. But we just haven't not... set the dates. Yeah. But... For work, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should come to Canada. Go to you Niagara Falls. To... Of course. Sounds good. <laughs> I'll come up. about 20, 26 hours to fly here, I think, though. <laughs> long, long time. That's no, not bad. I had yeah. a lady who was watching my lives, and she was from Canada, and she was like real. She was a silent watcher, like on TikTok. And she was just oh, yeah, uh-huh. my lives. And I, like, I don't do anything interesting. I just sew and like chat and whatever. Like, I feel like it's not that involved like of a live but people sit there and watch it and like she was mm-hmm. like a silent watcher and she just sit there she's from canada i didn't know about her because she never talked and then like randomly one day she messaged me and she's like oh hey um uh, i was just wondering if i could send you something and i was like sure like no worries like this is my po box if you want to like you don't have to like i i, I love gifts but i'm also like and i love unboxings <laughs> but like i <laughs> I was just like, you don't have to send me anything. Like that's that's a lot, especially from Canada, because she said she was from Canada then. And I was like, oh, uh, she's like, oh, you know, just a few little things. Like, okay, cool. Like, no worries. Like, that's cool. And anyway, and then she she had messaged me like a couple of times after that. Was like, yeah, no, I I really just enjoy your lives. Like, I watch them all the time. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, you'll have to say hi and everything. And she's like, yeah, okay. And she sent through this box, and it was this big. Like, I've got a video on TikTok. You may have seen it. Maybe not. I don't know. But I don't remember when big... that happened, actually. <laughs> right? There's yeah. this big box. And she sent me Canadian snacks and, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of Canadian snacks, like some little handmade goods and, like, these little stickers that she'd made and stuff like that. <gasps> and she wrote this big, like, note saying, like, you know, your lives really, really helped me, me like, um, I was going through a rough surgery, like, when I first stumbled on your lives, and, like, I love sewing, and I loved watching, like, you talk. Uh, Ah, yeah. I've been a bit of a silent follower, but, like, living through you. Yeah, like, she was like, you really made a difference in my life, so I wanted to send you a gift, and she said all these things, and I was like. Wow. And we talk, like, all the time now, and I was like, 
Well, I guess I'm not place to stay when I come to Canada. <laughs> Where does she live? I'm going to say this wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Saskatchewan. Ottawa? Yes, Ottawa. That's Ottawa. Uh, that's in Ontario. That's our um, the capital of Canada. Um, but, yeah, no, she was absolutely lovely. And, like, the people that I've meet, met through my business, like, mm-hmm. so, so cool. Like, I have so many stories. Like, it's insane. But yeah. What's the craziest place you've, like, shipped something, like, in order yeah. to? Because you do a lot of international stuff, so I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm just trying to think because, like, I feel like you need one of those maps where you like, pl- like, like not oh, yeah, just a, yeah, put a page map, but like you need like a a global map for the whole. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know. Like, obviously, my most popular place to ship to is Australia, and then mm-hmm. after that, it's the US. Um, the UK, not so much because our exchange rate is not great oh really um so okay yeah i always think that i'm being an absolute ripoff <laughs> when they see uh, that, so like like mm-hmm. you actually charge that and i'm like i can because i'm in australia and things are this expensive <laughs> like mm-hmm. just what it is but um mm-hmm. yeah and then i've had some to germany i've had some to canada i feel like i've had one like from i feel like i've had one from japan which i thought was really cool because i've that been, is cool had one to the Netherlands. I know that. Um, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. videos on TikTok where it's like people from the UK and they're like, I just went into my dollar store to get my, you know, my fabric. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, dollar store for fabric? I'm like, we pay like, like this stuff here is like $40 a meter. I'm <gasps> joking. Is it really? It's expensive. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. This, so when I first started buying that reflective stuff, that was like fifty or sixty dollars a meter. That stuff. Really? That's when, I, wow. that's when I started buying it because obviously now that I've gone, oh, I can buy it like from cheaper suppliers, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I've done my research. Yeah, evolved since then, but um, it's still like even with like say I'm well, the method that I'm doing now. Like even then, it's still. It's still roughly around the twenty dollars a meter mark. Like if you're including shipping onto each, you know, thing, then working it out mm-hmm. that way, it still works out about that much, mm-hmm. which is half what I was paying. Yeah, but it's still, it's still a lot. <laughs> it's still, mm-hmm. a lot. I think people don't see that. No, I mean, no, they, they don't. don't know about that side of it. But so like in America, like you can like... get your fabric for five bucks a meter <laughs> or five bucks it. a yard. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But, most, if people want to support you, they'll support you. So, oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. And they'll pay. They'll pay yeah, if they if they really want it. It's so different. Like, mm. there's com- fabric company that I work with that is in the U.S. and they do ship to Canada, and they've had they've gone out of their way to like negotiate shipping rates mm-hmm. for really? Canadian customers to help with some of like the duties and additional fees that go along yeah. with it to help their fabrics continue to be affordable for them. Um, yeah. And so now Ashley's able to order from them and get a whole new like door open of fabric options that she didn't have before. Um, yeah. And so that's been exciting for her to have access to all of that. So one of my favorite things is when customers get like their products and then they like tag me in their story and stuff like that. I just yeah. put, like some photos back and she's like, I love them. <laughs> the best. <laughs> so thrilled that you 
were able to come on because I, know. I seriously have been watching you for months and months and months. Like, I feel like you probably Fan had like less, girl. Than, less than like 50,000. Um, <laughs> so I'm just, thank you so much for coming on with That's us okay. today. Yeah. I'm just like, now Sam, so can you, Oh, it's your, I'm so glad we could be your first. <laughs> <laughs> And just be like, hey, uh, we'll definitely, <laughs> well, you know, I, I had a question, uh, when, because our seasons are so different from where you are, mm-hmm. do you find that, um, like right now we're going into the winter, so it's not really like festival season here, but like you guys are going into summer. So do you find that like, it kind of balances out throughout the year with like how busy you are mm-hmm. because of that? Yeah. I like. I haven't experienced it heaps yet because the like the rise of international cu- customers happened when 2020 happened. <laughs> so ah. everything like I got TikTok then, which is because I was like bored as everyone else was, um, <laughs> and I feel like I was able to create that like international audience then. So it's only yeah. now that I'm experiencing the actual customers like coming in, like because the shows are happening again. Yeah, like it's just like the normal flow is back, but yeah, I didn't have that before, so I wasn't able to experience it. So maybe I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> definitely have to have you come back on. We want to see what you continue to create, especially yeah. with the casual wear. Mm-hmm. I know. We'll definitely have you yeah. back. Can you um, quickly let our listeners know where they can go follow you? Yeah. Um, so... The best place to follow me is Instagram because we'll all be connected. <laughs> um, so Instagram is just Little Patch Creations, um, all one word, lowercase, etc. Um, TikTok is the same, so just Little Patch Creations. Um, and then I do have a website if you want to check out like what I do, um, and it's just www.littlepatchcreations.com. And um, perfect, yeah, awesome. Nice. So we are gearing up for Christmas, of course. So we are going to be doing a podcast with just Bethany and I, and we're going to be talking about all things Christmas, all the things that we're working on and just like, <laughs> I've already so decorated. <laughs> <laughs> this is my zone. Yeah. We're so excited. This is my zone. Yeah, and I'll be working of... on a lot of um, Christmas tutorials so i really yes. want to like talk about those and um just the whole approach to gift giving this year so yeah we're yeah. it's gonna be a fun conversation about quick projects quick things mm-hmm. last minute makes yes. way to mm-hmm. do some fun projects and, and ashley and i are both working on a lot of content and tutorials on our own channels for that so Y'all can check that out. Um, but we're mm. excited that it's December and holiday season. It's like peak craft time. Peak craft time. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Social Hour. Again, Sam, thank you so much for being our wonderful guest from around the globe. Um, if you are new to our podcast, we welcome you. You can be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, we got it all. Um, but you can listen to our podcast on any major streaming channel as well as watch our podcast on YouTube. So be sure you hop over there and subscribe and click the bell so you're notified of every new podcast episode that comes out every Tuesday. All right, guys. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.